0: and girls,
1: it's like the show. Let's get cam-
0: corpse in
1: the bay,
0: catching up with Mike and Joe, guess
2: it's time
0: we start the show. Hey, Joey. Hello, Mike Lawson. And hello to everybody listening. My name's Mike, that's Joe. I live in the San Francisco Bay Area, Joe lives in L.A. We have been friends for over 15 years, and every single
2: week we call one another and we catch up. Yes, we do, Mike Lawson, Yes. We do. That is what we do every single week without fail. We never, ever, ever miss a week.
0: Nope, Not once. Not once. Um, how thought. are you? What's going on? But yes. we're. You just recorded some RuPaul stuff, right? Yeah. Uh, earlier like, today. how long have you been talking?
2: Are you going to be um, poop? W- w- one of my stories. You're going to hear how, how fucking long Jobatans can talk. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I, I mean, I know apply. it's
0: a long time, but yeah. Are
2: you are you up for this? I'm totally up for it. I'm, I mean, I am okay. in uh, championship mode. Let me tell you something. This is not one of my stories, but you know, uh, I have a, a friend. Her name's Amy, and she's very well connected.
1: Hmm.
2: And there's a moderate a person who name has, dropper. A, Amy, y'all yeah, know Amy. Yeah. <laughs> but she she uh she works in like not she does not work in show business. She works in the creative field, but not show business. Almost like philanthropy kind of thing and there's a prominent mm-hmm. sort of philanthropist or phil- i don't know what you're doing. he's not a philanthropist he works in that field right okay and he's pretty famous and she e she messaged us she int- she introduced us and she was like so and so meet joe joe meet so uh, and so so and so joe is the person i was telling you about he's very talented and he's produced a couple of podcasts and i think he'd be good for- to produce your podcast right mm-hmm. i'm like okay she goes, i think okay. you guys should get coffee this week please do it okay and then he emails – he emails, right? He says, hey, Joe, yeah, I'd love to get coffee. I, I heard the latest episode of Sonia Walger's bookish podcast, which I produce, and right. the latest episode of Catching Up. And I was like <gasps> – Oh, no.
0: Oh, no. <laughs> I was like, oh, Joe, the latest episode, yes. too, is all about your poop. I know.
2: <laughs> that means I'm going to sit down for coffee with this guy. He's going to know that, like, that, that – oh, my God. shit. And like the, Did you re-listen to the
0: episode? Was no, there I, can't, I, can't, I, can't, I can't, I can't, I can't,
2: I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't, I won't. I won't. And now I'm going to sit in front of this guy, oh God. and he's getting, oh, God. Oh. <laughs> By the way, this is, not, this is a little quick update. Was I had a follow-up appointment with, I actually have the recording. You know what? I'm going to get my phone. No, okay. I don't want to edit. Oh, my phone's right here. Good. I'm, I'm just but i'm not gonna i was gonna like pull the audio and and but i'm not gonna do anything like i'm just gonna play it here for my phone on the microphone okay because what happened because you
0: want to impress anyone that's listening to yeah. this episode to see those, if they want to hire you you yeah. don't want to do this the right way Get yeah
2: it? with the fancy ass shit that i did holding the phone <laughs> with the microphone but um i had a follow-up appointment right and yeah. i was talking to my mom and she got i have an appointment at uh 11 at the kaiser and she goes, "Huh? Right. That, I have an eleven fifteen optometry appointment." She goes, "Let's go okay. together, right?" And I go, "All right, not a big deal." So we go together to the Kaiser facility, and I drop her off, and then I go to my side. And um, I am going to play it because um, so I, I always record my doctor's appointment because I am such a hypochondriac. Joe, really? Oh yeah, I am such a hypochondriac okay. that I want to be able to go. It, it trust me, it pays off. I yeah. want to be able to listen to replay it, yeah, yeah. to replay it. Un- I had to confirm memo. what you think you heard exactly. Now I have the voice memo. Unfortunately, um, when Ooh, no, what just happened there? Oh, uh, unfortunately, the way this Apple phone works is, um, oh, you know what I am gonna do? I am gonna, I am gonna, gonna do. Okay, I know what to do. The way it works is, um, oh my okay. Yeah. Wait. Hold on. It kind of, um, okay. I'm gonna lower that. I don't want to hear my whole medical history there, right? But um, but here it comes. Okay, here it comes. Here it comes. Here it comes right here. Right. We're. Se- I mean, I'm with the doctor, and then this happens. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Fight or flight. I got adrenaline. Yeah. You know, it kind of slows your intestines down a little bit. You know, the Nurse has a question. So. Okay, a nurse comes in. Job? Huh? Job? The yes, Joe. Yes. Uh, the mom
0: wants to come in. Uh, is that okay with
2: him? No, on, no, it's not kind of okay with me. Okay,
1: I'll tell
2: him too. Did you hear that? <laughs> the nurse came in. She, her optometrist <laughs> in. There's a knock at the door, and the nurse uh-huh. says, because the, the doctor goes, oh, that's weird. My nurse is here. And she goes, uh, yeah. And she goes, uh, Joe Batons? And she goes, yeah. And she goes, his mom is outside. She wants to come in? Yeah. And I said, absolutely not. Yeah. And I said, "That and is I not know, okay with me. I go, this is why I'm here paranoid about my yeah. shit my mom my mom michael i my you know how old i am my yeah. mom wanted me to, wanted to you come are not in. a boy yeah she wanted to come into the doctor's office yeah can you believe that's what i that's not even one of my stories i
0: really think if i asked my mother she would think that that's okay but i didn't ask my mom to come in No, no, no. But if I said to my mother, like, we went to the doctors together, would you expect to go into the room with me? I think she would think she was welcome there.
2: (laughs) Anyway, what's going on with you? I've already told my two fake stories.
0: Oh, Joe, I just got off the train, ran home so that I can meet you for this time, so we could record at this time. Sure. And on my train ride okay this wasn't something i'm like oh i gotta tell joe um this like this isn't a story i plan out this literally happened minutes ago yeah. so i am on the train home on my train ride home it's a busy train it's always busy you know it's catching those commuters that got off at five and all of the commuters that got off at six mm-hmm. it's, it's just a pack station it's full mm-hmm. um I I know I'm not going to get a seat. I know I'm going to kind of get squished in there. And in this train, it's packed wall to wall. Um, It's a train that's going to go under the bay into Oakland. And once we get into Oakland, half the train gets off. We scatter into our houses. And that's that's that. Mm -hmm. It's my daily commute home. So um, on these trains, a lot of times, like, if you're wearing a backpack, like the kind of like polite thing to do is to take it off, but a lot of people don't. We're all like so tight, we're like touching each other, right? That's how is busy it, is that ever
2: hot? Like, is is. are you ever like pressed up against a really hot yes. guy and you get a boner?
0: Oh no, no, no! I thought you were thinking temperature wise. Sometimes you'll get on a train and there's no AC, but you, you know, your other choice is to get in the back of the line for another train and wait, you know, four or five more trains and. That, that's an extra thirty minutes. Mm-hmm. So people squeeze on, even if there's no AC, and that's gross. But it's never really sexy, if that's what you're thinking. Like mm. you're, it's such a balance of like holding on to the the limited amount of bar that you're given um, to like not fall over when the train starts and stops and stuff. So no, it's not. That
2: seems pretty sexy uh, to me. It's not.
0: I think there might be like. A, th- a thing for that though. I've seen some porn that's like w- weird sex on a
2: train. Wanna, but anyway, I want to say something really quickly though. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, I was just having a conversation just an hour ago where I was saying I'm not really a germaphobe, but when I go to the gas station, I like use my T-shirt to lift the handle of the of the gas <laughs> pump. You know,
0: uh-huh. like who yeah. are many people have touched that? But the gas pump does feel extra dirty yeah, than a does. lot of things yeah, for yeah, some yeah, reason. Yeah.
2: yeah. And I feel that way about the the bar you hold on to at the sub on the subway. Yeah. Yes.
0: Well, Joey, you might feel extra dirty after my train ride today because, as we're in this train, um, you are able to kind of open these double doors and walk in between trains, right? Sure. So, but during commute hours like this, nobody's doing that because you're walking from one starting count to another getting through it is going to would be really difficult. Mm-hmm. And there's also no hope for an empty train at this time. So it's not like getting into the next car is doing you any good anyway. Mm-hmm. So lo and behold, somebody opens the the doors and is going to attempt it for some reason. Right.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: a bunch of us see him coming. And as he gets closer, I notice Joey, He's like probably homeless, I would guess, Mm -hmm. Uh, but clearly on some sort of drug. Mm -hmm. Um, I would guess like maybe a meth, but I'm not super – I'm not a drug counselor that knows all the signs and all that, but that's my guess. Anyway, he's coming through the train, and as he gets up on me, Joey, his arms – Oh, by the way, he's wearing like a tank top sort of Mm -hmm. shirt. His arms are covered in sores, Mm -hmm. open – Mm -hmm. Bloody sores
2: all over. Okay. I don't know why why you're sore shaming
0: him, but go ahead. As he's approaching, I just, Joey, there's no way around it on this, the train as crowded as he is, Mm -hmm. as it is. If he's going to get from in front of me to behind me, he is going to have to touch me. There's no way around it. Mm. And he's covered in these sores that are clearly like moist. They are wet, open. I need you to, you're turning me on. I just want you to know. So (laughs) as I'm standing there, I sort of just kind of like move my head in the other direction and like breathe Mm -hmm. because I just have to breathe through it. Mm -hmm. Um, I make my hands were also in my pocket. So I didn't, I just, I was wearing long sleeves. I didn't want like my skin to touch him. That Mm -hmm. kind of gave me the heebie jeebies, Mm -hmm. but then he just squeezed by me. And as he kind of get, got maybe three feet um, this man just yelled at him, and this is where it gets kind of like weird and shamey. So the dude, the dude has problems, and the dude needs some some help with those problems. And they look like problems he can't just kind of fix on his own. I get that and whatever, but you know, that on you know the other hand, I also don't love getting open sores rubbed on me and a, a bunch American. of it. Okay, mm-hmm. so. And this man, he stops him, and he says, "No, stop." On the next stop, you're getting off this train, <gasps> and so that's weird, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, I, I, I'm on one hand, I, I'm again conflicted. I'm like, well, I'm kind of glad that somebody's stopping this because that was awful. He shouldn't just be rubbing up against. You know, by the time he gets to the front of the train, it could be uh,
2: but what's uh, the solution? What's the solution? He has to get – yeah, he might have an important He has meeting. to get
0: somewhere, obviously, right. Yeah, yeah, I get that. I get this. I'm saying I'm conflicted. You, you're you just kind of presenting the other side of it. I get that too. But like maybe the solution is stand fucking still. You know what I mean? Touch a couple of people but stand still.
2: Oh, okay. I get what you're saying. Well, like sure. why
0: are you running through this busy train touching all these people? Like what's mm-hmm. that – what purpose is that serving? Mm-hmm. Okay. And so the guy is an Maybe asshole. There was a really and he's yelling at him, one. get off this fucking train! You're getting off at the next fucking stop. Oh, he's wow. a douche too. I'm mm-hmm. not saying he's right at all. Mm-hmm. And it even got even weirder. The guy was like, "Your arms are gonna fucking fall <gasps> off. You're. I know what's gonna happen to you. If you need to get to a hospital, get to any hospital. Just go. Just they're they'll fix you." And the guy was like, "I can't pay for it, whatever." And he was like, "Just go. They'll fix you. Don't worry about paying for it. Just go." And then it was. It got even weirder. And the man who was yelling at him, because oh, we got to a stop, the last stop before we go under the bay. Um, This is kind of like the last hurrah, too. Like if you don't get off here, we are in it. Like he is with us for a you know a good fifteen minutes. Yeah. So the guy, as the doors are opened, he's like, "Get the fuck off this train!" (gasps) Like screaming at him. Oh my god! And he, this is extra weird. He's like, "You don't know who the fuck I am," (gasps) like. That's a weird one, right? Mm -hmm. Now, I do need to, I'm kind of thankful. The guy with the sores was white, and the guy yelling was black. So that (laughs) diffuses some of it, because if that was reversed, it would be an extra layer of, like, inappropriate and awkward and Mm -hmm. uncomfortable for everybody, And right? Mm -hmm. So, anyway, so the guy then, he's not getting off the train, but the guy who's yelling at him is not letting him proceed to kind of rub up against everybody Mm -hmm. so where i'm standing there's also like an intercom where you can call the conductor Mm -hmm. and so some people around this guy with sores, because he as he's standing there by the way he's like unstable and he's like moving in all directions so like these two young women next to him are basically catching like blood quite frankly i wouldn't be surprised if they were wearing white shirts they would have blood stains on them from this guy because his sores are like that like new and moist and awful and and so he's like rocking back and forth touching them and so people are like call the conductor call the conductor i'm not about to call the conductor what am i gonna say there's a guy with sores and another guy who is mad at the guy with sores like how is that i don't know what's what is an emergency here Oh, I don't yeah. know, the, really the the no No, but the the energy said this is an emergency. Yeah. Emer- the energy of the situation told me this
2: was an emergency, right? Are you still there? I, no, I'm here. I'm here. I, it, you I usually don't- interrupt me like five times. Well, no, times I have interrupted you. Point. The problem is when we record this way, you can't hear me when I talk when you're talking. Oh. It's not oh, your fault. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So trust me, when you hear it back, you go, oh, Joe was saying all these fantastic jokes. <laughs> um. Anyway, so... Uh, the thing is, I don't know the answer if it's an emergency or not, right? It's because to me, and i very so keep my head down. It's
0: maybe an escalated fight that's kind of an emergency, maybe mm-hmm. on a train that's about to go through the transbay tube, mm-hmm. maybe. But anyway, the woman next to me, she pushes the intercom button. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and the, guy, the conductor comes on, and the conductor says, like, yes, this is the conductor. <laughs> but then she looks around, and she's like, wait, what do I even say? Uh-huh. So the conductor just turns it off. <gasps> because oh, really? Because like people, people lean on the button a lot. So the conductor was like, yes, this is the conductor. And you didn't say anything. She's like, accident. Boom, you know, butt dial. She turned it off. So we're all just standing there then Mr Gavisaurus he decides that that sounded like a dinosaur name Mr mm-hmm. Gavisaurus but uh Mr Gavisaurus decides that he's going to turn around and just go back to where he came from <gasps> so he starts marching towards me and again all I could do is just sit and let him slide those sores all up my sweater mm. and I know and so That happened. (laughs) Um, I got home, and I took the clothes off, and I washed my hands, and I'm living my life now. And I might have hepatitis, but that's life.
2: And now you have leprosy.
0: Living in the Bay, Joe. What's up with you? How are you? What's going on?
2: Now, Mike Lawson, I'm going to ask you a question.
0: Um, Are you going to tell me about calling Cameron? (laughs) (laughs) Wait, how do you know that? Did that happen? I
2: listened to Drag Race Recap, Joey. Oh, but that's not the story I'm going to tell right now. Oh, are you going to tell me that story, though? I wasn't, but now I have to. Here, okay. But I'll, we'll get to that. Anyway, here's the point. You have two stories that top this? No, I have only one story that tops this. So, like, but you've already heard that. If you listen to Drag Race Recap, you've heard this story before. But I don't care. Pretend like you've never heard this story. Okay. So, I had a, a Drag Race Recap co-host, Evan Ayers, here with me in Malibu. Oh, yeah. And he was yeah. here for a week.
0: One of the it sounds nights, like you guys had a good time. I think you were worried about it a little bit. I
2: was bit. worried, and uh that's probably part of, part of my poop problem, was being so worried about it, you know? <laughs> and uh, so, but one of the nights, we went to go see friend of the Drag Race recap show and uh, a person who's uh, actually been on RuPaul's Drag Race, Jake Dupree. He yeah. was one of the dancers in the finale of All Stars 3. Oh, right, yes. Yeah. Yeah. And I
0: think I know where this is going.
2: Yeah. So he uh, he tells us it's his first time doing drag. So Evan and I decided that might be kind of fun to go to, right? right. But also, a f- friend of our show, Melissa McQueen, the one who got married and the priest kissed yeah. me, she, does a, she hosts a karaoke night in West Hollywood, literally down the street from where Jake Dupree's going to be. And I told her that Evan and I would go there after Jake Dupree's drag show and see her. She's like, great. I'm excited, right? Mike Lawson, and I'm going to ask you a question. And I know you already know the answer because you heard. So I'm not going to ask the yeah. question because you know the answer. The guys, Jake says the show starts at 10 o'clock, right? Yeah. Mike Lawson, this for cock the it show. It wouldn't start at least till 1045, though. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I love how you heard the show. You don't even start at 1040. And then this drag <laughs> queens. And then the drag queens just yapping away, you know? And then Evan spies on the list that Jake's number twelve. So so you know the story, but so I said Evan, we're going, we're leaving, right? And you know (laughs) Evan's twenty six year old ass was like, oh right, old man. Right. But let me ask you this question. Would you have left or would you have stayed? Well, I I actually don't think that
0: ten forty is that awful. And then I mean I do I don't expect Drag queens to be on time and things that happen at gay bars to happen on time.
2: Do you? No, that's why I said 10:15 to 10:20 would have been acceptable to start. Because yeah. I do know this, I didn't say this on Drag Race recap. I did talk to Jake the next day. Mm-hmm. And he told me actually that was the first night they did it. That was the first not only was it the first time in drag, it's the first night of this show ever. Okay. Uh-huh. He, so they were having the audience. It was this complicated voting method where the audience had tickets, and they had everyone had to go deposit ticket tickets in this box. But then they had this weird applause-o-meter. So after each drag queen did her number, then they did this complicated process of uh, to see who applause. the mayor of Squaresville is. Yeah. To, well, <laughs> we know, no, we Mike, you and I own Squares Town now. Oh, okay. We established <laughs> this in an earlier episode. Which, by Got the it. way, I've already opened up a red light district in Squares Town okay it's called the mark and Ed district and it's the it's only prostitutes and that's where all the bad people go anyway the point is your silence is deafening the point <laughs> is what are they gonna do they don't have a show anymore anyway the point is this i left and i go to this barney's Beanery. okay yeah. And have an there he falls in love with this melissa mcqueen by the way another story side note There was this really cute waiter, like cute, cute. Oh, my God. So fucking cute. I go to the bathroom. I don't know what I leave for a second. I don't know what I come back. And this guy is flirting so hard with Evan flirting. Like, oh, my God. Like, he's smitten with Evan. Evan couldn't have cared less. And I know Evan has a boyfriend and all that. But it was as if. The most annoying person was talking to him. Don't you think if you think flirting's okay, especially if you're in another town where it's obviously not going to ever go anywhere. Yeah. 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 Yeah, No, he wouldn't even flirt. Yeah, he wouldn't even flirt. Wouldn't even flirt. Anyway, so Melissa McQueen tells me, Joe, you're never going to guess who's here. Tracy McDonald. Our friend Tracy McDonald. She's here. She raised (laughs) a hi to me. She's sitting in the other part of the restaurant. Go say hi. And I go, oh, my God, I haven't seen Tracy McDonald in years. Now, for those catching up fans that don't know this, I was a stand-up comic for like four or five years. Uh, the last time I ever did stand-up was 2010, 2011, around then, right? So it's been longer than I ever did stand-up since I've done stand-up, right? Okay. I also want this story known that a couple of years after I stopped doing stand-up, this is probably about 2012, 2013, I'm getting burgers with Patrick Keene in West Hollywood. Across the street from a 24-hour fitness, this Tracy McDonald's walking up the street. She sneaks up behind me and she says, in my ear, Joe Batanzo, my biggest fan. And I'm like, ah, I get scared. And then she sits down with me and Patrick King, she shares a meal with us. Right? Okay. No, you're, you're,
0: well, why was that important to say that there was a 24-hour fitness that's where she in the was coming geography from. of your story?
2: That's where she was coming from. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, so, then, so, there's that story, right? So I, go, I go to this Tracy McDonald referencing that joke. Mm-hmm. And I say, Tracy McDonald, I am your biggest fan. And she looks at me and she's like, "Oh my god, thank you." And She's with a friend, right? And Evan's yeah. behind me, <laughs> and I go, "Yeah, you're, aren't you comedies, Tracy McDonald?" She goes, "Yeah." And then it gets really awkward, and I realize she's not recognizing me. But I think it's a facial recognition problem. Like maybe I'm maybe I got really fat or something like that, right? Or skinny, or skinny, right? So I'm like trying to like show my face to her.
0: Yeah, I actually, by, by the way, pause the story. Yeah. Or are we close to the punchline? Should I not yeah. pause right now?
2: Yeah, let, 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 uh, you know, let me finish one part of the story and we'll come back to it. I I go, it's me, Joe Batanz. And she's like. TV's Joe Batanz. No, she goes, yeah, TV's, t- comedy's Joe Batanz. And she goes, oh, did someone oh, pay God. you to come here and say this? Oh and god. And she doesn't recognize me. Evan is like ha humana. manah he like <laughs> takes a fake phone call and runs away. Just yeah, Evan, seriously. Right? <laughs> right? But I'm in in secretly I'm in love with it. I love this moment, right? I love uh, this moment. I love this moment. Yeah. Okay. It hurts for her too though. Well, is it sad that I'm thinking Exactly. I'm like First of all, it's more embarrassing for her because how does she not remember a human being? But yeah. also, and she took the compliment. She thought of,
0: she thought someone true. came up to her and said, "I'm your biggest fan," that's a and good she point. said,
2: "Thank you." That's a good point. <laughs> so anyway, so I go, you know what? I'm going to leave you. I'm going to go back. Tracy it was nice seeing you. Yeah, we knew each other. Blah blah blah. And I go back there, right? Okay, now yeah. what are you going to say? There's more to this story, but what were we? What are you so gonna
0: say? I saw a picture of you and Evan mm-hmm. uh, from this visit. I don't remember where I saw it—social yeah. media somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, I th- I follow Evan, I think, on Twitter. Okay, so it could have been him. Somebody posted it, but you look thin. You've lost weight, right? Yeah, I lost some weight. Yeah, because I. Well, bleeding. you look thin and tan. <laughs> That's yeah, you got I'm an a LA thing going bitch. on. It yeah. looks good on you.
2: So then th- I don't know if I told this part of the story in Drag Race recap, yeah. right?
0: I think she, that's kind of where you ended it.
2: Yeah, no, no, there's more. Okay. She comes back.
0: And says, I do remember you, Joe Batanz. Doesn't Joe
2: she goes, I think I remember you. Oh, God. And I go, we knew each other. We hung out many times. And yeah. she goes... I go, don't make this more uncomfortable than it is. It's, it's already awkward. And she goes, yeah. no, I think I remember you. But I think I knew you when I was an alcoholic. Because she's an alcoholic, right? Oh, she, okay. And she, and she openly Okay. Minutes. And then Melissa goes, no, you were sober. <laughs> right? Because Melissa's there now, right? And then she goes. <laughs> Thank then, you, Melissa. Yeah. Then she does, like, the, she just pulls it out, right? She goes, well, hmm, maybe it's because I have cancer. And it's oh, like God, uh, and it's just like, and I just I said, I go, well, now you made it more uncomfortable. <laughs> and I, yeah, and she goes, she's being funny about it, and she goes, like, look, I have a lot going on, I can't remember people or something like that, right? That's so that fun. was the, but yeah, but she tried to drop the whole like, I can't remember because oh, of cancer. We I mean, have cancer yeah. of the memory. I don't know what cancer do you have, so. um by the way, I
0: mean, maybe the point is not I am an alcoholic, I forgot you, I had cancer, I forgot you. Her point was I got a lot of shit and I forget people all the time. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> like you know, I, guess I,
2: I, I can I, accept that. Yeah. But Melissa was like, how do you not remember Joe? Like Joe's very Yeah, like, that's that's the weird part
0: too. You're not a forgettable person. Yeah. Like and I'm I guess that's a compliment. Um, uh, but that you that's not exactly my point. My point is just that kind of like your personality being what it is Kind of the, you have a unique kind of look. All of that Mm -hmm. makes you, I think, a memorable person. And you were probably wearing the same shirt and pants you were wearing last time she saw you.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Well, no, of course. When you say a unique look, I look like Dracula's fat gay brother. You know? No. So, anyway, uh, I'm going to tell the other stuff I was going to tell really quickly. It's a really quick story. Yeah. Yesterday, I go to this CVS, right? I need to buy one thing, okay? One Mm -hmm. thing. How long was your receipt? I know, seriously, but this is—it's one of these new CVSs where, like, it's not really clear where the line is. I've been to the CVS before, though, so I actually know where the line starts. Yeah. So I stand in that spot, okay. But there are other customers, and I don't blame them, who don't know where to go, okay. okay? So I see the. I don't. Around. I
0: have no idea what you're talking about when you say new CVS and yeah. it's hard to find the line. Yeah. I don't. I've never been it's, to one of these.
2: Okay, it's a register. So it's the register, but then they just have tchotchkes in front. But there's no like the line starts here. There's, okay, it doesn't exist. You're just there's just a store. You know. Yeah. And so, I'm standing where I know the line is right. And then people, people, what people start to do is they start to line up behind individual cashiers. Okay. Right. So the woman. It's th- then the cashier's responsibility to pull from yeah. where the, oh, the oh, line you're right. is. You're right. You're right. Oh, you're right. So there's a cashier right in front of me and she's wrapping up a, 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 a complicated purchase. Right. And mm-hmm. just as she's about to clear up another register opens up and, the, and there's an older couple standing in front of that register. But I think they get that it's confusing so they go to me, because they know I've been standing there longer than they have, and they go, like, they motion for me, like, do you want to go in front of us? Right? Okay. So I say, I wave them off, and I say, no, 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 no. I'll just take this one, the, the, the one that's right in front of me that's she's wrapping one. up. Yeah, the next one. Yeah. And they're like, okay. And then the lady who's right in front of me goes, um, to me, sir, the line starts, and she points at the old couple, and there's a line behind them. That's where the line is. And I go... Uh, I've been here longer than they have. I'll just stay right here. Thanks. Yeah. And she goes, sir, that's where the line is, right? Well, there's an a guy who you can tell is the manager. And she don't
0: work there. She, she works <laughs> She's there. She's just the like, lady who wants
2: everything. No, no. Every- no, no oh, she, she did work She works there. Then there's a guy oh. who's the manager who like looks up. Yeah. And I'm already frustrated because this is not running well, right? He looks yeah. up and he goes, oh, wait, no, 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 and tells everyone in the line in front of him. The line starts behind that guy and points to me, right? And then I okay. – this is the most Larry David I've ever been uh. in my entire life. I'm like, oh, the line starts here? <laughs> the line starts here <laughs> to the woman, right? It's go, so Larry David, oh. yeah. I told my brother later, I go, you know there's going to be a circumstance later today where I'm going to run into her and need her help for something, you yeah. know? <laughs> and it's going to be done.
0: Like,
2: <laughs> yeah. And she was like, I'm so sorry. So I'm like, it's Okay. I just want to apologize again. I'm like, don't worry about it. I, I, oh secret, God. Well, secretly, in time, I'm like my justice was being right. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, what else is going on with you?
0: Um, well, I wanted to tell you, um, I had a, well, oh, okay. Catching a past mm-hmm. from the archives. Mm-hmm. Tell me if you remember this story. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a young man. Um, he was older than me actually, but, um, a young man mm-hmm. who, um came home for me co- came home with me from the bar sure um so this kind of dates the story a little bit it's mm-hmm. been a couple years but he came home with me and he lost his phone behind my nightstand oh, and i a, called it
2: behind your balls or something go ahead yeah
0: no behind oh, my I remember nightstand remember
2: the story i remember the story. This is, oh my god this is so after we
0: hook up okay Yay. so we ha- we spent the night together um hot passionate love. Yes, and in the morning, he oh. can't find his phone and I want him to get the fuck out, so mm-hmm. I'm like, "Hey, let me call it." Yeah. So I call his phone and um it's behind my nightstand and I'm closer to it than yes. he is, so I pull out the nightstand, oh. pick up his phone, mm-hmm. and I see that on the caller ID it says Mark question mark. So yes, I just I brought this. someone home that doesn't know my fucking name. Yeah. Um okay, so that's the story. You may remember um, I believe I even told you he um, owned a, a food truck, and it sounds like the food truck maybe business is not doing so well because I saw him the other day. Oh, no. Um, and he had my sores job. all over his arms. And, say it again. You, can, I can't hear you really well. <laughs>
2: he had sores all over
0: his arms. He's trying to get in the subway. <laughs> and I'm like, get out
2: of the fucking
0: train. The fucking
2: subway. Um, this is Mark. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> not um, too far off, Joey. I think he might be homeless. Because <gasps> um, I ran into him, like, almost literally literally ran into him. I am kind of turning a corner. We're in San Francisco, not far from my job. So, like, Civic Center, Tenderloin area, which is known for kind of having some folks that don't have homes kind of living on the streets. Mm-hmm. And um, he we almost ran into each other. And when I kind of recognized that I knew him, I said, Oh, Hey. And he didn't acknowledge my face. Even like, didn't even like, like almost like mentally ill, like didn't even recognize that he almost hit me or that there was a person even like looking at him or I don't know. I got the feeling it was weird. Right. Mm -hmm. And I, so I kind of like still looked at him, but walked away from him um, in the, direction i was going and uh kind of looking back i noticed joey he's wearing like one of those backpacks that like you would go hiking with Mm -hmm. uh if you were gonna like camp Mm
1: -hmm, you know what i mean
0: like huge backpack with like a lot of stuff Mm -hmm. i mean maybe he's going camping somewhere but we are in kind
2: of the heart of san francisco
0: but uh, i don't know i think he's
2: homeless did now, as we both know from the very first episode of catching up you're known for taking home homeless guys <laughs> that and that
0: was episode one
2: that was brought home one. someone he
0: wasn't homeless though but he did, did he steal your underwear
2: like, he did steal underwear, yeah,
0: man, this show has changed, hasn't it <laughs> if
2: <know. laughs> episode one you bring home a guy who steals your underwear, episode two ten. Uh, you know, you're like I'm angry on the train. Like I went to Polly's pies and the they didn't have any blueberry pies. You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but uh, Nana Republic didn't have my size of chinos. Yeah. Episode That's one, a George Carlin joke though. Episode one, Cameron's not born. Episode. Uh, <laughs> Isn't that the truth?
0: Yeah. Episode one, your ex boyfriend was in high school. <laughs>
2: Wait, hold on. Let's think this out here.
0: I don't think that that's far off. What year was episode one?
2: This is the fifth year of the show. No, he wasn't. He graduated in 2012. But it was like his first year of college. (laughs) Oh, my God.
0: So episode one, he wasn't old enough to drink.
2: Oh, for sure. No, 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 no. Because actually, the day we went to the bathhouse was like literally two days after his 21st birthday or something. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god! Like goodness. sand through the hourglass. Yeah. Anyway. Um,
0: so okay. So Joey, do you have any other stories?
2: Yeah, and actually, that you know, the, the, you listen to Drag Race recap, but I want to, I want to, I want to actually ask you your question because there was, there was a little bit of a quandary, and this leads into the Cameron phone call. Okay. Uh, there was a little bit of a quandary I had earlier. Uh, this, I mean, no, it was last week, where uh, I don't want to give anybody's identities away, right? Because this is, you'll, you'll understand why in a second. Okay. But there was a guy that I was talking to, right? That I had met, and we we developed a, a friendship. And somewhere along the lines of the friendship, he started saying he started. He, it started slowly, but then it became. Every time we talked, more and more overtly sexual. Okay. okay, where he was like literally at by the end, we were talking about we were having conversations about. Not whether I was going to suck his dick. It was more how, when, like, it was like we were determining those details. Okay. Sure.
0: So. You uh, weren't like looking at recipes. You were making a shopping list.
2: Yes. Very good way of putting it. Yes. So last week, he asks if he can come over. You know, I'm I'm a, a guest in a guest house in Malibu. Okay.
0: And. I go great. How old is this uh, mystery person, whose name we will not be saying, or will that give a- something away? No, but it's.
2: it's you embarrassed? You're... <laughs> well, I'm not embarrassed. <laughs> he ma- okay. He, he, it's Move on. 26 plus or minus zero years. Okay.
0: Okay. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that's not that embarrassing.
0: No. Like 19 at this point, Joe. Yeah. That's kind of
2: too too much. Yeah. yeah I think. Yeah. Let me see, hold on, half my age plus, oh, he's still under that. Okay, so, <laughs> I think he's right there. He's actually right, I barely made that cutoff. Yeah, he's a real mature 26. That actually is true, actually. <laughs> okay. That is true. So anyway, he comes over, and there's a gorgeous, for anyone who doesn't know, a gorgeous view here at the house in Malibu. It overlooks the ocean, Okay. Okay, and there's a couch over the ba- that's in front of the balcony, right? That overlooks the ocean. And he says, "You know, ah, oh, what a great place to get a blow job or something like that." Right? Okay. <laughs> and you know, we start talking. Things go bubbly blue here, here, right?
0: Okay. And then he do those noises mean you guys? He had sex? No, 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 or, no, 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 no. What, right? What do now. those noises mean? It sound you kind of said like. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I was just supposed oh, to accept okay. that, but That's I a kind of point. maybe don't know a what point. Just
2: We just have a conversation, and then okay. it starts to get intense. Not intense. just like, all right, we're doing Emotional? this. Emotional? You know, you know, you know uh, that, that tension happens, right? Sexual. Like, sexual tension, right?
0: Now, and, the, at this point, sexual tension could mean like the tension is there and we're not talking about it, or it could be like we are explicitly talking about it and just not doing it. Where where are you guys at?
2: It's a little of both. I'm not going to okay. lie. It, it starts off one way and then it ends the other way, right? Well, well, well I'll, I'll tell you how it ends. It ends okay. with him taking his pants off, right? And, okay, um, that's where it ends. Well, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Usually that's where it, it starts, yeah, too. <laughs> yeah, no, you're right. So he takes his pants off, and I, I'm not literally in position yet. But it's one of these things where it's like, uh, I'm 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 getting uh, I'm getting ready, right? Yeah. Now, do 26
0: year olds like Snapchat it? Is that what they're doing?
2: Or I'm not too sure. What do you. The There's little, no the Snapchatting at this stage. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so then I'm like, okay, I'm starting to, you know, I get a little closer. I'm, not, I'm actually I technically up to before that. I'm in a chair next to the couch. We're looking at each other. So then I go, let me get on the couch now next to him. Right? Okay. Coming in to lean, lean on it to get on my knees. No, this <laughs> no, I'm also on the couch next to him, right? So, I I sit next to him, right? Uh-huh. And then it's about to get hot and heavy, and then he stops me, and he goes, "You know, <laughs> your mom is-? wants to come in the room. But yeah, is your mom, <laughs> your mom's outside. She wants to come in. And no, He goes, uh, "You know what? Because I don't know if you know that he, he identifies as straight. Yeah. He goes, shocking. I think." I want to be drunk for this. Do you have any alcohol? Well, meanwhile, I just had uh, uh, the, the alcoholic of all alcoholics who just left the house, you know? So I'm literally, all the alcohol in the house has been consumed, right? Yeah. And I go, oh, no, we got to go get some. He goes, yeah, let's go get some. Well, meanwhile, in Malibu, the closest supermarket's five miles away, okay? Right. So then we get in the car, we drive five miles, we go to the supermarket, um, and then we come back. Right? Okay. Right. So then um we I I pour some alcohol and then it's like Alright. Now right, things are getting loose. Right? Yeah. And now we're talking and then the pants come off again. Right? Okay. And then I get on the couch next to him. And I'm like, Alright, this is gonna happen. And then he's like Uh I don't know how I'm going to feel about this tomorrow morning. Okay. Anything? He doesn't want
0: to do this. Yeah,
2: I know. That's what I said. And so I go like, okay, all right. But this is the part where – <sighs> so I want everyone to know this is so – no one gets nervous. It it ends very well. We're, uh, I feel like – and then he gets in the car
0: and then he's like sexting you again. No, no, like,
2: no, no, no. We, I, okay. I spoke – so I, I I just became – I wouldn't say pers- – and persistence not the right word. That's not the right word. He wouldn't use that word either. I was just like, let's talk about this because I want to be clear. It was more like I wanted clarification. Like, I'm not in the wrong here, right? Like, I'm not asking you. This is what I'm asking him. Right. Like,
0: like I didn't push this on you. I, I didn't, didn't push this, make this on you. Come and, me, and, I right? was,
2: and I was yeah, yeah. reading the signals correctly. Right. And he right, just right, giving right. me this whole thing like, I don't know what my dad would think. I am like, what does what I need to know? Right. <laughs> <laughs> he said that. Yeah. He goes, I don't know what my dad would say. <laughs>
0: Right? <laughs> oh my god get
2: out get yeah. out yeah and so that's and every gay guy i've talked to <laughs> said like girl no
0: because i was yes, like, get away from me please yeah just go yeah and I i'm was not like, forcing this on you
2: <laughs> yeah and i go but i go i do feel like i was kind of cockteased i'm not gonna lie yeah. i told him sure because yeah, this, yeah. i go this was i think explicit.
0: your response is an appropriate one that kind of like if somebody like started push, pushing that on me, I would be like, I-, "I think you totally did the right thing." Like, I it, just to clarify, like you didn't you came here on your own accord, right? Like, yeah. I want this to be clear that you know I didn't make you do this. I think that that's good and appropriate.
2: Yeah. So, but the next day I did feel kind of gross, right? So I sure. did talk to him the next day, and we talked it out, and we're all good we're all good okay and i just said the only closest thing he didn't start sexing me again the closest thing is like well i go look here's the deal is from now on we can move forward and now this is out of our system right and he's like yeah or is it and i went yes <laughs> i can trust you trust me it is yes so, yes it is so anyway so so that leads to the story is i've had a lot to drink and he leaves on oh, that night is that it night. that night it's that night he leaves Mike, I'm oh, telling you, maybe God. because I was rejected or whatever, you know, I didn't get my dick, you know? Sure. I'm talking within, like, he's probably not even pulled out into, <laughs> onto the road yet, you know?
0: You pulled up X-Tube, right? <laughs> That's what you're saying. And no. you took care of business on your own. No. Like a man
2: would. No. I pulled <laughs> Joe! Up, I pulled up my phone, typed <sighs> in C-A-M, you know, and um. Boom! I call my ex boyfriend Cameron, right? Yeah. Because
0: there wasn't like any just shards of glass around to chew on.
2: No. So I'm going to give you the overview and then we'll discuss. Okay. So the overview is it's actually almost he exactly the same story as last time. He texts me right. He didn't pick up. He texts me right away and he says, I'm at work. Can I call you after I'm done at work? And I said, yes. Right. Okay. And sure enough, as soon as he's done with work, he calls me and we talk for about two hours at night. Okay. Also at the end of that phone call, we schedule a phone call for that Sunday, which was yesterday. Okay. Okay. And uh yesterday I can tell you, uh, we talked for a total of over six hours Joe. yesterday. That's why when okay. you said, Can you talk you talked a lot today? I'm like, oh bitch. <laughs> I talked for on the phone. For six, it was one hour in but the afternoon. It feel healthy?
0: Why? Like what? I mean, catching up, okay? But yeah, I, did is it?
2: Well, it was a combination. Of, I mean, this is this is my ex-boyfriend. We haven't talked in a long time, right? But okay. let me give you the overview. And this is where I'm still sort of shell shocked or gobsmacked, if you will. He and I, and you can ask any question you want. I probably I'm 99 percent sure I have the answer since it's been a combined total of over eight hours of talking. He said everything that I wanted to hear for two years. Everything. And I told him that on Sunday, I said, and we first picked up, I said, because the first phone call was the same way. I said, here's where I'm sort of incredulous is it seems too good to be true. Like, if someone put this in a fucking shitty a romantic comedy, you know, you, mm. w- it, 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 you wouldn't believe it, you know?
0: So where are you at? Like, what, what does that mean? Yeah.
2: So, essentially, we hammered out all the things. Well, let me tell you where we are at. The, the, here's the plan. Here's what we left with yesterday. And by the way, everything I'm going to tell you, not only is he on the same page as I am, he is more so on some cases, right? So we are on the same page or he's more he's m- more emphatic about it. Please, please get to it. <laughs> we both think that the other we both think of each other as their soulmates. We want to get back together, not now. We want to work on it in somewhere down the road in the next year or two that we get back together. We want to use this time to work on ourselves. And like even before we get together, we're going to go to a couple of couples counseling appointments, Let's build a very healthy foundation, and that way when we get back together, it's because this is it. This is this is the thing, you know. And
0: Joe, I don't feel good about this, but I mean, I support it. Mm-hmm. But it's, I don't know. It it seems weird to. I don't talk about couple canceling before there's like
2: a couple. No, I think it's I healthy. Know. I think it's healthy to be like, okay, we want to redo this and we're going to start off on strong footing. You mm-hmm. know, and and we worked out a lot of issues. Like there were a lot of issues that before like okay, like did we ever talk To about-
0: me to me it's let me just real quick say yeah, that yeah. my piece is sure. it sounds like you're starting in debt instead of like when you have the opportunity to start at, you know, ground zero. Mm-hmm. It sounds like you're kind of starting you know owing
2: something no i think i actually think that this is, is actually the healthiest ver- there's a lot of stuff i don't want to say on the air but yeah. uh there's i think there's a uh, there's a lot of stuff that was a problem that is solved and again this is not something that's going to happen tomorrow in own in fact we're not even gonna we made a plan he is calling me this time in the fall okay we're not even talking for the next few months right we like that we like the way that works some distance between us and um but i know exactly where he stands i know exactly where he feels how he feels um he knows exactly how i feel he know i know he knows where i stand and a lot of the things that broke us up those problems have been solved completely and hmm. he even takes a lot of like he he says like we shouldn't have broken up. It was me. I was selfish. It was, like, it's gr- weird. Mike, it's so weird. It's like, it, it was, like, saying everything I've been wanting to hear to the point where I'm like, did you somehow get into my journal and, like, read it? And right. Yeah. There's a bunch of details you and I can talk about off the air. But
0: I can understand um, how that's gratif- or gratifying, that how that feels good. Mm-hmm. And, I, I do and realize like, I'm going to be a little negative now yeah. and then trust like if I want to be supportive too, but I also think that it, I should say like, I feel like this feels kind of contrived and also like you're trying to control something that can't be controlled in that. Give me this amount of time to fix all my problems. And then like what happens when you don't kind of There's reach no, those well, goals that well, you're sort of like, yeah, that's a good question for yourself. And that's I don't know. Good,
2: that's a good question. I, I, I worry. That's a good question. Uh, again, there's. I, I said one to two years for you. It, it there's, there is no set time frame. Mm. Yeah, yeah. There, I I said it that. That's feels, sort of the goal. But yeah. it
0: feels like a a. I don't know. Me saying like okay, and then I'm going to plant this tree here, and it's going to grow to this height and this width, and that's you know yeah. all the space I have. But you can't really control some stuff. And no, I, I
2: I agree with you, and I brought those concerns up, and if if anything. I'm closer to your line of thinking than Cameron's. Yeah, yeah.
0: Like, what if life gets harder in yeah. two years? No, right.
2: I I, I agree with mm-hmm. you. I look, there's a bunch of things that like you have to understand. Something like it's also how do you control? What if one of us meets someone else? Yeah, you know, like, look, there's a there's a bunch of things or we changes discussed. your mind. Yeah. yeah, or changes your mind. You're right. All, all very fair things. So yeah, I brought this con- I'm I'm the more, like I said, I'm the more the one who's more dubious. I don't have do the dubious is right. I'm the one who's more incredulous, right?
0: And I also worry like, are, is this like, are you not kind of like chasing other relationships or like what's put off because you're like, well, I got something in a couple years. And then when that doesn't happen, now you were just kind of alone for this long or you turned down, you kind of didn't, not turn down people, but like you didn't kind of, live life kind of to its fullest because you were like, well, in a couple of years, that's when I'll live life to my fullest.
2: So here's what I'll say. He and I actually did not discuss that, I think, wisely. I think there's the assumption that we will date other people until then. Uh, Mm -hmm. I do know how he feels about that, but um, I'll tell you this for myself. I I do plan on dating other people, but Mm -hmm. the one thing where you might be kind of right is I almost wonder if I won't give those other relationships the chance they would have had that makes sense mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. even if I don't go in that attention, in the back of my mind, there is a like, well, this can't really blast because I'm supposed to be with this person. Sure. Um, and so that that might affect other relationships.
0: Or what if everyone in the dating pool doesn't put up with something that you do and they don't like uh, but you don't care because Cameron's cool with it and – you don't fix that thing, and then oh, uh, by the time you know if the camera thing doesn't work out, now you're this long down the road and never really having to fix that because you never really paid it its attention or well, other things that could kind of happen. Look, here, there's I, a lot of downside to this in my in my view. I, but- I
2: see what you're saying, but in my head, I'm willing to take that risk, and I understand sure. the risks involved. I actually think the sure. risks in my head, to be honest with you. Are more on his end. I, I I find it difficult to believe that an attractive guy in his twenties is this hung up on me. Does that make sense? And I know yeah. that's a self esteem thing or whatever, but I find it. Well, also like I said before, is like you know like Cameron doesn't like labels. I just know he doesn't identify as straight. I do know that for sure, mm-hmm. and. But, like, all things being equal, this is a discussion that I've had. Now, by the way, everything I'm going to tell you right now, Cameron laughs at. I brought this up with him. He thinks I'm so silly, right? But, in my, this is, but this is my view as a gay man, right? Is that if I... And I don't know. I'm just saying this. But if I lived in a world where girls were a possibility, for me, romantically, as they are in Cameron's world, there's a higher likelihood that I would just date and stay with a girl. Because my life would be so much easier The world is set up for that. Cameron laughs and he says that I'm dumb because he, he, that I assumed two things. One that I don't, he doesn't love me as much as he does love me. And two, that he wants a heteronormative relationship. So I don't know. I can only, at a certain point, I can only just go on what this person says. Sure.
0: And also as people who both identify as gay, maybe it's just hard to kind of understand that perspective because yeah. we don't got it yeah um cool hey joe what what are we what's our time look
2: like i feel like we've gone long but i don't have yeah any we have sense. i can tell you right now exactly it's been oh yeah we're coming up in an hour let's just wrap it up okay what do you got going on next week next week uh i'm actually going to go see a terrible production of beauty and the beast i don't know actually to be honest i don't know if it's terrible in my head okay. it's terrible because there's I already,
0: a really great Tumblr blog I'll send your way uh-huh. of really shitty beast costumes. Oh, it's, please send it.
2: Please send this is a this is a Beauty and the Beast in East L.A. I should call it Beauty and the Beast L.A. So anyway, um, and so I'm going with my cousin Richard to uh, go see that this weekend. Also, my friend Adam Vot is coming to town, and I think I might okay. see him. What about you? Great.
0: Not much. I um, joined a board of a nonprofit. Um, that oh, worked. undergrad prep? Uh, no, uh, but uh, that happened. And so our first, uh, my first board meeting is Tuesday, oh. uh, tomorrow. So that's happening. Um, I'll tell you more about that, too. It's kind of exciting. Um, and that's pretty much it. Steve and I are going to hang out. Um, yeah, boring week, so full of stories, I'm sure. All right. Well, Joe, it was nice catching up with you.
1: Go to hell, Mike. Thank you for listening to another episode of Catching Up. Contact Mike and Joe and listen to all of their old episodes at catchinguppodcast.com. Follow the show on Facebook at facebook.com slash cupodcast and on Twitter at cupodcast. Follow Mike Lawson on Twitter and Instagram at Mr. Mike Lawson and follow Joe Batance on Twitter and Instagram at Joe Batance. The theme song was written and performed by Rich Green and the closing music was arranged and performed by Alex Lefebvre. I'm your Auntie Vera Charles saying farewell until the next time Mike and Joe call one another and catch up. It's what they do every single week. Without fail, they never miss a week.